Hello, dedicated fans. I have to be honest with you. This is the first time I'm sitting down at my microphone since uh, maybe February, definitely before quarantine hit. So I know that I haven't been uh, communicating about the process of creating the podcast very often on the podcast. I do that a lot on Instagram, but I haven't done it here. So I wanted to take a minute and just give you a little update on where the Body Story podcast is at right now, where I'm hoping to be, and why everything is taking so long to get out these days. I mean, clearly we are in the new normal. That's what I call it all the time. I know it's cliche, um, but uh, anyway, I know we're all putting up with that right now, and we're all moving through it together and apart, and it's all strange, and that's all we can say, and that's cliche too. Um, but I did want to give you a heads up on what, what this product looks like, um, in the moment, because I think it's important for the history of the Body Story podcast and just, uh, I'm not on here enough. So I want to let you know who I am based on what I'm putting into this project. So that's what this episode is about. Um, don't feel like you have to listen to it if this isn't your jam. I just know some of you are probably curious. So yeah, it's my podcast and I'll do what I want. That's that's what I'm saying. So welcome. <laughs> that was all before the intro. Maybe I should play some music right here. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the Body Story Podcast. Um, I am Tiffany Eller, and if this is the first episode you're listening to, this is not the typical format of this podcast. It's a little more structured, and I am typically interviewing a guest that it tells their body story. It's pretty self-explanatory. Anyway, that's my intro today. Um, so, since... I've never given an update, I guess. The last episode you really saw me speak on would be the holiday episode in December with my crew, which, you know, is my husband and two very best friends. But just over the course of the last... Man, it's almost been a year. Aw, this is the anniversary of TVSP. And I'm recording this, and that's so sweet. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> wow, I've been doing this since June of 2019, and I put out 30 episodes, and people, people's lives are being changed. That's amazing. Oh, man, I'm so glad you guys get to share this moment with me as I sit here alone in my recording studio. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Updates. My crew has changed. So my husband got a job. He was the editor previously, and I pretty much took over editing myself for the latter half of season one and the beginning of season two. And then my brother, I hired an, an editor um, that is a local, local to my area um, voiceover artist. So I knew he had some uh, audio experience and I wanted to show, uh, throw some work his way and get some work off of my plate. So 
hired him for a couple months. And then when quarantine hit, my brother uh, got laid off from his bartending job and he was just doing miscellaneous work. And my brother is an audio genius. He is a sound engineer that has a radio show that's on in Boise on Thursday nights at like 11 p.m., I think. Shameless plug. I don't even know if that's the right time. <laughs> that's okay. Dylan would hate that anyway. Um, but he started editing the podcast and he's been doing a phenomenal job. Uh, but our schedules are just a little crazy right now between family stuff, COVID stuff, um, you know, personal project stuff. So between both of our schedules, we've just been kind of swamped. Um, but it's pretty cool that this operation has expanded and that I get to include my family as, as part of my crew, as I always have. But it just means a lot that shout out to Dylan. Shout out. (laughs) If you knew my brother, you would know he would hate that. So (laughs) he hates any kind of attention I give him on, on the social medias. So, all right. That's the editing update. I have also hired a graphic designer and kind of a social media manager. I think, yeah, social media manager is probably the right term. Anyway, shout out to Lily and Kayla. So uh, Lily Yasuda is my new um, graphic designer for most of the graphics that you see that are made for the episodes themselves. So every time, and, and I'm talking about on Instagram and Facebook. So on Instagram, when you see a a, a graphic that is specifically a quote from one of the guests, that graphic was likely, or for the last few weeks at least, um, definitely by Lily Yasuda. And then she also uh, helps me figure out what the headlines should be on the audiograms, if you've heard any of those. I don't know how much traction those get on Instagram because it seems like nobody sees them, but I feel like it's a valuable resource to have on my page. Um, So I'm going to keep doing it. Like, that's what I hate. Sidebar. Sidebars with Tiffany. Okay, that was dumb. I I won't do it again, I promise. I, I can't promise. So my sidebar is social media. Half the time you have to think about it from a business point of view and half the time you have to think about it from a personal point of view and try to make sure that you are are being both authentic but adhering to algorithms. And it's just this like dichotomy of things that you're required to do when trying to get your message out there um, that I just can't, it's so hard to keep up with feels like there's rules and then there are no rules and too many hashtags, not enough hashtags. What is a shadow ban? I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell how much of my work is needless because it doesn't go anywhere or I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe that's just self-deprecating. Let's change the subject. That was the sidebar with Tiffany. I need to grab some water. All right, and then we have, whew. and then we have 
Kayla Wall, who used to be my manager when uh, she was she was my marketing director and I was her assistant marketing director at my previous job um, with Ray Higdon. So she I saw how amazing she was when I got to work uh, like under her. And she's just such a brilliant leader and has such a heart for humanity and animals. And she's a brilliant marketer and a very, very good person. Oh, and she has an episode. I don't remember the number right now, but Kayla Wall from season one. Uh, she's amazing. And I got her to my team. And so is Lily Asuda. I didn't tout her praises or, or Dylan's praises uh, as much as I should have, because honestly, all the people on my team are just so incredible and I'm so grateful for every single one of them. Oh man, this is just going to turn into a gratitude podcast cuz like another another reason the the podcast hasn't come out in the last couple weeks is cuz I've also been working really hard with my business partner. You may have seen on Instagram or Facebook, uh Brooke Lacey. Um and I'm I'm still coming back to tout those praises. Lily, if you're listening. Dylan, if you're listening. You're going to get them. But uh, Brooke and I have recently launched or are launching. I don't know when I'm going to release this episode. um, Podcasting Basics, which is us teaching you, anybody, how to podcast the way we do. And the way we do it is it's different. I mean, I think you see these studios with people on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast videos um I don't know just it's intimidating to see somebody in a big studio and think oh like I don't have access to that kind of material or equipment um I could never podcast like it's not true it's such an accessible medium with on, on such small budgets like I'm sitting in a little box of foam that I created using two poster boards which I'll totally teach you how to do in Podcasting Basics eventually because it's awesome and silly and I'll post a picture of it sometime. (laughs) But anyway, it's such an accessible medium and I I think more people deserve to get their message out to the masses and, you know, just you telling your story is important and you deserve to tell it and this platform is amazing. That's all I have to say. But shout out to Brooke Lacey for um, just being an incredible partner. I'm just so grateful for everyone in my life. Uh, she's brilliant too. Check her out on TikTok, Brooke J. Lacey, Ugh, with an EY. You can also see this on Instagram. I don't know. I'm just like speaking my Instagram into a microphone. That's what this episode is. Um. <laughs> Honestly, it feels really silly recording yourself. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Um, sitting in a room by yourself and talking out loud is not something that comes naturally to me, clearly. So, but I'm going to leave it all in. There's no shame, right? I don't know. Back on task. Lily Yasuda is a filmmaker slash actor slash, uh, she works for a, um, what's it called? Alexa Rose Foundation, it's uh, giving grants to artists. That's what she does. She helps give artist grants out around the Treasure Valley. And uh, she's just incredible. 
And Dylan, like I said, has a radio show. Oh, I guess I did give Dylan enough praise. That's fine. Okay. But Lily deserved more, for sure. Glad I went back. So, um, getting back to why I'm doing this in the first place is the updates. So, I, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was that COVID, I know I'm a podcaster. I have to have a COVID episode where we acknowledge it. And I already did this, but that's okay. Um, how it's affected me and the episodes that you are receiving now. Because the episodes that you're receiving now, I batched back in February, like right before this all hit. So when I batched those files, that means I recorded all of the, or the majority of the episodes for season two were all recorded by the end of February, but I haven't had them edited or released until now. So we do one a week and The goal of that is to hopefully do more work on the front end and then just let it roll out and be able to build upon it as it's, as it's rolling out. Um, But time catches up with you really easily when you do something like that, if you don't make the time for it. And because I have a four-year-old and a husband who's working at home full-time right now, just for a couple more days at this point, but um, like... It's really hard to set aside time to do all of the building things, all of the editing, all of the marketing, all of the, you know, um, like exporting to YouTube and Anchor. But these details are important to me and they're worth it. So I don't want to deprive the podcast of... V- the value that I, I believe I'm putting into it by just saying, oh, okay, I just have to like get an episode out right now. Or like, oh, I just didn't meet that goal. I'm going to toss the whole thing out the window. Um, so I appreciate you all being patient with me as we navigate this, um, together. And I know it it doesn't feel like together when you're not getting new episodes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I do feel really guilty about it. And this is like my, uh, I'm, I'm confessing to you, whoever's listening, that uh, I, I'm ashamed of how I haven't been able to um, get my episodes out on time, but I'm also giving myself grace because I believe in divine timing, first of all, but second of all, um, I, I believe in self-care and letting things happen This is just a reiteration, I guess, without the word divine in it, but just letting things happen and, and letting my creative energy go where it needs to go. So right now my creative energy is rooted in podcasting basics. I've been like painting furniture and painting walls and drawing little cuties and building websites. And so like my, my creative energy is being pulled elsewhere, but that doesn't mean that I don't care about this podcast about the people that need this podcast about the people that are on this podcast because I do care about all of you so much um I I just have to allocate my energy and that task is very difficult in quarantine um I I'm on I'm on medication for anxiety and I have been for I guess probably a year now and it's the best decision I've ever made for myself. Um, 
I highly recommend if you are opposed to meds but feel like they could help. It's worth just asking a doctor about it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, and it's been going pretty well for me in quarantine. Um, some weeks are tougher than others, but I think that that's true for all of us. And to me, um, the tough weeks are the most transformative. I've had a lot of personal growth in the last, gosh, we've been in quarantine for like eight or nine weeks, guys. Sorry, folks. Like, this shit is going by so fast and so slow at the same time. We're like in a time warp. I don't know what's happening anymore. Like, I, I've i said to a couple people and nobody quite understands what I mean. It sounds cr- crazy and that's understandable, but... Maybe someone out there will resonate with this. I feel like I am living in the present nostalgia of my ancestors. I'm living in the present nostalgia of my ancestors. It's it's such a weird sentence. I don't quite know how to explain it to you, but maybe it'll resonate with somebody. I just feel like I'm I'm living out the same life I've lived out for millennia uh, through through my ancestry, through my genealogy, I guess. I My family keeps really accurate family records of, of our past. And my uncle found a recording of my... It was 1997, and my Aunt Jane was uh, interviewing my grandfather, my paternal grandfather... Wayne Eller. Um, and my uncle posted this on Facebook and our family group, and it was just so magical to hear my grandfather talk about, like, living in the Dust Bowl in Kansas and his, um, his dad having to sell their pigs and, and cows and land because of crop failure for seven years. Like, that was crazy to, to hear that from my grandpa. And um, just thinking how far back, and trust me, I know that this is incredibly white privilege because a, a lot of people who have had their histories erased by fucking, I don't know, col- colonialists. Is that a word? Colonialism. Um, they They don't have the opportunity to trace their families as far back as where they came from um, before they were brought to America. And I just, I wanted to acknowledge that because because of what I've been able to, like the value I have found in knowing my family's history, I just want you to know that I, I appreciate, uh, not appreciate, I would be devastated if I didn't have access to this information and it's not fair and that should not have been taken away from anyone unjustly. So that's another sidebar. Amen. But learning about my, my great grandfather being a farmer 
or sorry, great. Did I say great grandfather? <laughs> I sure hope I did. Uh, great grandfather being a farmer. Oh, that's a great pun. Come to the Idaho Pun Slam. We're doing digital stuff now. This whole podcast episode is just advertisements for my stuff, guys. <laughs> Folks, I got to work on that guys thing. That's still something that I struggle with. Anyway, I am so off topic and I'm not ashamed of it because I feel like this is the most you've ever seen of Tiffany in the raw. And I, I think that is important sometimes, not all the time, because I don't want to center myself, but sometimes. So you're getting all on me right now, unfiltered. I'm literally not even going to edit this episode except for maybe add music or oh, silly sound effects. That sounds like fun. I'm going to do that. I just wanted to tell you where we were at with the Body Story podcast. And uh, the vision for this is that it grows. I want to not only like grow a following because that's not a following is nothing unless you're making an impact. So I want to make an impact and yes, gain a following, but not in like the shallow way. I hope. Is that just a justification? Uh, Who knows? I don't know. Psychoanalyze me. Um, later. (laughs) Uh, Is that what people are afraid of, is being psychoanalyzed by the internet? Is that why we can't be vulnerable with each other through a digital medium yet? Because we're so afraid of the psychoanalysis of society, like, projecting on us what they think we are based on our truest beliefs, our most honest conversations. I don't know. I think about that a lot, though. Anyway, okay. I think this episode is still appropriate. I think I told you a little bit about my body story, uh, living in my ancestors' nostalgia. (laughs) I never got around to the point of that, I guess. Um, I've been really feeling called to, like, homestead and turn my yard into a completely edible garden and just enjoy my home and uh, make, make use of what I have and prepare for, oh, that sounds doomsday and I can say that out loud. Um, <laughs> like, I want to be more self-sufficient, I guess is what I'm saying. And I want to homestead to a degree that's reasonable and practical for me and my lifestyle. And like, knowing that, you know, a full like off the grid farmstead where I'm like composting my own human waste Like, I'm not going that deep, guys. But, folks, gosh, I need to have, like, a guy's jar. But it's like a curse jar, but every time I say guys, I have to put a dollar in it and then donate it to um, a foundation benefiting non-binary folks. I actually might do that. Hold me accountable to that. If you listen to this episode, reach out and be like, hey, are you putting things in that jar? I want to see that jar. Okay, guy's jar. All right. I don't know what I was talking about before. Oh, just getting, like, back into my nostalgia of, of, and I know it sounds like I'm glorifying a time when it was not a a glorified thing, and I acknowledge all of that, because I see, I see all the, all the holes and all the arguments, (laughs) even my own. So, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. And I think I've said that a million times. So I should probably go. We didn't even talk about little cuties. I can't go yet. 
So I started uh, uh, the littlecuties.com website is up and live now. And you can buy the coloring book. You can buy t-shirts. You can buy um, oh the hat. The hat is so cute. Everything's so cute. But I also wanted to say that any little cutie that you've seen on social media or in the coloring book um, or elsewhere, because they've been everywhere now, is up for putting on items. So if you're like, hey, I really like the uh, the trans flag little cutie, like if you want that on a shirt or if you want that on a printout or whatever, I can add anything to that store, anything at all at a moment's notice. So, okay, maybe not anything at all, but be reasonable. Anyway, I'm just saying if if there's little cuties where you're like, oh, well, why do you only have these products, but mine's not represented there and I want to be able to buy my thing, like, please absolutely reach out to me because I, I just don't know what people want. I think they want to be happy and that's why I make little cuties. <laughs> but I... If, if they make you happy enough that you want to purchase them, I also want to make that an opportunity as well. So just know you can reach out to me. You can do that uh, at, what's my, what's my thing? Bodystorypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that's my email address. I have so many email addresses. Okay? Okay? How many email addresses do you have? Send me that in an email at bodystorypodcast at gmail.com. 100%. That was correct. I got it right. <laughs> Uh, and I hope you all are surviving COVID. If you have a story you want to tell on the Body Story Podcast, always feel free to reach out to me. Uh, like I said, the email twice, so I'm not going to say it again, but I'm also on Instagram or, or Facebook. So Instagram is Body Story Podcast and Facebook, you can even just reach out to me on my personal page. Um, I'm not like behind this crazy big account or anything. <laughs> Just your average Joe Facebook user. Um, so Tiffany Eller, E-L-L-E-R. That was an E-L-L-E-R. Mm. Gosh. I'm such a weirdo and I'm so grateful for everyone who listened to this to the end. Um, thank you and we will see you on the next episode that will not have any COVID references in it whatsoever. It's like paradise. Bye.